do what you can with what you have and then try to sort of like lean in and evolve. Welcome to the Spicy Chai Podcast. I'm Mara Kimthias. I host this podcast and still work a successful and fulfilling nine to five. My guests are content creators just a bit ahead of you. You will hear about their struggles and wins. Learn from their mistakes so that you can avoid making them. So grab a cup of spicy chai and let's get started. Today's guest is someone I'm very honored to have. And I just told them in this pre-interview that I'm extremely nervous as well. Buckle up because this introduction will take a bit. He started experimenting with entrepreneurship at the age of seven. He started a YouTube channel at the age of 13 and had 35,000 subscribers. In 2017, he started a Humans 2.0 podcast that was ranked in top 100 global rankings in Apple. In 2019, he got invited by Forbes for a two-hour interview and gave a TED Talk. In 2020, he launched his book, Wow. But that's not all. You see, he's achieved all of this while being very open about his social anxiety and depression. What a journey. Welcome to the show, Mark Metry. Mari, thank you so much for having me and what a beautiful intro. And yeah, I appreciate being here and you have me on your platform. Yeah, I'm really, really excited to have you. So just to start off, like what got you started with a podcast? Like I know you started a YouTube journey, you, you did the TED Talk, but what got you started with podcast? Yeah, so it's interesting. So in 2015, at the end of 2015, I would say I hit like a sort of rock bottom where I truly felt like like all meaning and hope it was just completely gone in my life. And next thing I knew... I all of a sudden was like, you know, very overweight. All of a sudden I was depressed seriously for the first time. All of a sudden, you know, my lifelong social anxiety that I always had turned into social isolation. And I just like really hit rock bottom. And ever since that moment, I've been on this journey of, you know, trying to help myself, trying to rewire my brain, trying to figure out who I am, what I'm all about, what do I enjoy? And you know, throughout that process, I remember in 2017, you know, being a year, two years into my journey and just being like, man, this is so tough. Yeah. <laughs> this is so hard. And I remember just not really knowing what to do and just being like, I'm just kind of lost. And so I just sort of started to think to myself, like, what can I do to not get lost? And I remember one of the things that always, you know, either fueled me with reassurance or some sort of like education and learning was just having like direct conversations with people one-on-one -on -one and like real people, you know, people who, you know, I don't mean real people, but I mean <laughs> people who are interested in talking about the things that I'm interested in talking about, right? Not people who, no offense to them, but people who are talking about the Super Bowl and fantasy football and what Kim Kardashian <laughs> did yesterday and all, and all these different things that I just, I just don't even think about. Like that doesn't even enter in my brain. And so I was just like, how can I set up some sort of a consistent system to where I could get myself in front of somebody who I could just learn from for selfish reasons. Right. And so I was like, let me start a podcast. And I remember like back when I had my YouTube channel, back when young Mark had his YouTube channel back in the day, which I'm actually very envious of because right now my YouTube channel has like a little less than like 2000 subscribers. I didn't really take it that seriously now. Right. So I'm trying to get back to those numbers. But I remember starting a podcast a long, long, long time ago. And so I knew what a podcast was. And so I was just like, let me try to start a podcast to just like improve my own life and just like learn what I've got to learn in my own life. And so that was really it. And I remember like going for a run in the woods and like coming up with the name 
at the time humans 2.0 and yeah i mean like 500 episodes four years later yeah no history what an achievement yeah that's amazing honestly like that resonated with me too because that's particularly why i started this podcast is like all right i'm going to be having some very interesting conversations i'm going to learn a lot selfishly and i think someone else might also get gain something a lot out of my own journey because again it's it's all part of that and so like when you why was it podcasting i know you talked about like you were in a very low life like you went overweight i remember i've seen a lot of your videos and your i listened to all your stuff i know you've changed your podcast name and all but and you even talked about how when you were at a really really like low time you listened to tim ferris's episode and that was extremely uh, helpful for you so was that why you went podcasting route because that has also helped you well like versus anything else like just want to know that yeah that's a great great thought i mean honestly i didn't think about it that way before yeah. but probably probably at, a, at some level like i remember yeah i remember like my first exposure to just like a different level of life was just like yeah like listening to like different podcasts like tim ferris joe rogan aubrey marcus people like that and just being exposed to like a completely different world so i'm sure it was that I, I bet it was also the fact that you know like even during that time like i was still you know in the midst of my battle with like social anxiety and I had still made like a lot of progress since then but I think I started a podcast because it felt like the safer option <laughs> like from the perspective of like I could just like hide behind my mic and at the beginning I did video but then I stopped doing video and then I went back on video and so I think just the option of like not doing video was just quite like it's very safe for me being right. like an introvert and being someone like I don't want to put my face on camera even though I had done it before and so I think that's like the biggest reason why is that something you would recommend to people who do suffer from like say social anxiety or are introverted is that the platform that you would recommend that they start out with yeah, you know, it's interesting because when it comes to like the game of trying to like improve your life, generally speaking, like there's like this phrase and it's, you know, don't take the path of least resistance, right? And it's like, hey, if you're, you know, in bed and, and like you're just waking up and then you basically realize like, hey, I could get up from bed, which could be quite discomforting, or I could just grab my phone and just <laughs> stay in bed and just like, you know, hang out until I end up getting up. And so I think I love that rule, but I think when it comes to like content creation, I think it's got to be the opposite. I think you should definitely take the path of least resistance because I think at the end of the day, it just comes down to like what's practical and what's realistic for you. And I think a lot of times like there's just so much like noise and distractions and, and different people with different pieces of advice that it's just sort of like hard to like figure out what you should be doing. And so I think if, yeah, if you're someone, you know, similar to like what I described, yeah, I mean, go for it. And then I think once you like establish that, then I think it's easier to also so like move up, you know, right. and, you know, once you have that foundation and, and honestly, you know, like what I've learned too, is like, there's a lot of people who will tell you, oh, you have to do videos. You have to do videos. You have to do videos. And I think again, videos are great, great marketing. Again, like I'm sure you can make a case for like, you know, the biggest brands in the world, the biggest podcasts, use video, whatever. But it's also like, I know people who have like 2 million followers on Twitter who have never shown their face before, who are just writers and podcasters, right. for example. And so there's many, many different paths out there. And so I just think it's about doing what's the most realistic for you in the long term, and then not being afraid to, you know, change things up and adapt and experiment. Right. I love that. And like to unpack that a little, you said doing things that are most realistic for you in the long term. What does that really mean? Like, I know one part of that would be like, hey, so what am I comfortable doing? What am I? Am I good on video? No, but am I a better writer? Are there other pieces to that puzzle when you're trying to really figure out what's the long term game for you? Well, it's interesting. I, I mean, not you ask it like that way. I feel, <laughs> I feel like for me, when I was growing up, I feel like people always told me to do what's realistic. And I feel like that's the worst advice. Yeah. Uh, like in a general, 
general life sense. But when it comes to like, I think this conversation, I think in like in terms of diving deeper, I think what it's really about is like being able to look at like what you have and being able to make the most out of that. Right. Mm -hmm. And so for me, when I started my podcast in 2017, I was still like in college. I was still like a little kid with like a laptop. I had no idea what I was. I mean, I actually started on my phone first before my laptop. And so I think it's just like do what you can with what you have and then try to sort of like lean in and evolve. Because I think one of the biggest things that I've learned is like, you know, when I started my podcast in 2017, I basically just sat there and I just executed like every day. And when I look back at it, I'm like, damn, like, you know, young Mark, you know, he's definitely hustled a lot and he worked really hard. But then now doing that same kind of work, like, isn't necessarily like that motivating to me. And I think the reason why is just because I put myself in that process going back to like the beginning of why I even started my podcast. I started it as a process to really develop myself and to grow myself. And four years down the road, I mean, I basically, did that you know obviously the journey never ends and so for me it's like i had to keep going that process go 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 but then every once in a while you have to stop and you have to pause and you have to look up and you have to be like okay the reason why i set out on this journey at least for me, isn't even to have a goal of having the world's most successful podcast. For me, like I think the reason why we set goals as humans is to eventually become different people. It's not about how can we, you know, start the biggest podcast. It's like if you set that out as your goal, then the person that you have to become is ultimately going to be a different person when you at least get close to achieving that goal. Right. And like I remember for me, like, you know, just different moments where like my podcast hit like the top chart or like different, you know, successes and milestones that I have in my head. And like all those things were cool, but you just have to keep being consistent and you have to pause and you have to look up and you have to shift and you have to adapt because like, you know, right now I'm I'm 23 and what's going to get me to like 25 or 26 may not necessarily be the same thing that I've been doing. Sometimes you have right. to switch it up and you have to create a different process. You have to create a dif different system for yourself right. for who you want to be next. And so I think that's been the biggest like lesson in kind of like, within that question right it kind of goes back to like what got you here won't get you there sort of philosophy so i totally get that and we spoke a little bit about you know podcasting being the route for you because there was no video so you were able to kind of hide behind the mic so talk a little bit about other fears that might have come up for you when you started podcasting like what was that like when you were starting yeah so it's funny it's funny because um, um so i had this article that i wrote and it, it's titled something like top five fears stopping you from starting a pod um and i'm sure you could just google that I hope it comes up first yeah. in terms of Google SEO and all that world. But I mean, a lot of fears. I mean, there's so many. I don't even know where to start. You know what? I think what's, what was really helpful is like, I think for me, the most helpful thing that I look at is like why my podcast was successful is the fact that I was doing these things in my life before I even started the podcast. And so right. for me, I was like already like in my own private personal life, working on my different fears and social anxiety and like working every day to help expose myself to those fears. And it's interesting because there's this great quote and I'm going to add a caveat to it, but the quote is, 
unless you are in mortal danger or have a mental health disorder and illness, then fear is a compass telling you where to go. Right. And that's really been something that I feel like I have used as a guiding philosophy. And again, you know, I'm not talking about if you have like crippling social anxiety, you know, I'm not saying that like there's a lot of things that you can do to help yourself. But what I am saying is like personally for me, like I face social anxiety my entire life. And yet today, like literally everything I do is public and is social. Right. And so I don't think that there's any sort of coincidence towards that. I think a lot of times like we have fears and that's sort of the world's way of actually guiding us towards what we want. And so, you know, all the fears that I could list of like having a podcast and starting it and, and hosting it. And what if you mess up? Or what if you seem stupid? Or what if you're you know afraid to talk to your guests? I think all of those stem from what I just said right. of number one of like, you have to be doing it in your own life first. And if you can do that, then that gives you the capacity to come on a podcast and be honest. And I think a lot of the times, like that's what I think really lacks and separates the successful podcast from the unsuccessful podcast. It's podcast hosts who are not honest. And I don't mean that in some like disingenuine way, but I just mean that from the perspective of they're trying to like craft like this picture perfect persona on like how they're perfect and like how they are like a flawless expert. When in reality, they're just a human, same as right. everyone else. And the successful people who have realized that, they realize that when you share your different weeks weaknesses, your fears, you just relate to more people, you know, as long as you're honest. And so I think that's one of the biggest things. I don't even remember the question that you asked. So I'm just like on this trail. All good. All good. And I was just asking you like, what were some of the fears? And then you have answered that question. Just kind of like, you also mentioned something along the lines of when you started, you were executing, like you were just executing daily and you know, you really just wanted to improve. So what would you say in your words, I know in Tim Ferriss's language, what were 20% of the things that you did at that point Mm -hmm. that got you 80% of the results for your podcast? Excellent question. Excellent question. Wow. What a terrific question. I love this. Good job. So I think, so I would divide this by personal slash professional. So, and I would even say that the personal percentage is probably bigger than the professional, but I would say like top 20% that got me the 80%. It would be, let's see, I'm trying to like get like a real list. It would be realistically speaking, sleeping well at night. It would be like writing my thoughts down, journaling, which helps with organization, planning, meditation, eating healthy, exercising, making sure that I'm living in my intentions and like within my social groups and relationships. And then outside of that, in terms of professionally speaking, what were the 20% of things that got me 80% for my podcast? It would be to not look at my podcast as, as just like this thing that I'm doing or like even like a business, but to look at it from the perspective of like, this is my passion and like, this is my own personal tool that like it is almost kind of selfish to my own learning, which is what I really enjoyed. Learning how to use LinkedIn. And then I think what I said before of like being an honest host and then just preparing ahead of time and like actually like in terms of the interviews and actually like realizing like who I'm talking to and making sure like I did the research on them and I understand who they are as a person. I think those are the most important things that got me there. Perfect. And then even like you started off with like the sleep and meditation and journaling. And I know in general, you speak a lot about that, you know, just making sure that we're eating well, our gut health is in check. And you talked a little bit about when you're in the creative space, you know, there's not enough 
clarity at times. Like you don't know which, what is your next step. So would you say those are the main reasons you're able to gain clarity or is there anything else that you do on top of that to know, or as a creative, this is my next step? Yeah. I mean, I literally don't, like, I don't even know how I would function if I didn't eat healthy every day, meditate, sleep and exercise and journal. Of course, it's not perfect. There are some days where I skip some of those things or I don't do them as well, but I don't even know how my brain would be functioning. And it's interesting because I've done experiments where I stop doing these things and then I see what happens. I literally don't get anything done. I just like sit there in my own misery and sadness. And I'm just like, what do I even do with life? And maybe it's the same way with everyone. Maybe it's not. But yeah, I mean, without those things, like it's funny because like there's times where like, you know, I'm, I try my best to meditate every day for 15 minutes. And there's times where like I'm meditating. My brain is like, Mark, get up, go do something productive, you know, go do this, go do tackle that first thing on your to do this, do that, do this. And it's very easy to do that. But one of the things that I've started to realize is like, at least for me, like, what's the point of me doing my podcast? What's the point of me making hundreds of thousands of dollars? What's the point of helping people if I don't even have like the basic fundamentals of in the what in the long term will either create or destroy my brain and my mind. Right. So I always just go back to that as like, like, what's the point of me doing these things if I can't even do these things? And again, I understand like there's certain situations where you're busy or you're, you have people to take care of and all these different things. But I think just trying to like look at those as the foundation for life is essential. And and yeah, I mean, as someone who is, is a writer, is a speaker, is a consultant, like for someone and a lot of people who like you basically get paid for your brain to do creative things right this is the most important thing that i can say and i think at the same time too when it comes to being creative like there's a certain like everybody is creative right yeah but but i remember like this analogy that i heard on tim ferris's podcast with dr peter atia and they basically said on how your capacity for like being creative and like using your potential like when you first start off in life it's basically like somebody hands you like a hot blade like a knife Okay. And when you pick up that blade with your bare hands to like try to cut something in the real world to take action, you know, you try to figure out how to cut it. You grab the knife, you cut it. But then often what happens is if it's not the first time or the second time or the third time or after many years, you know, you look at your hand where you're holding the blade and the blade doesn't have a handle. And so every time you cut, the knife is also cutting into your hand and it's making you bleed. Right. And I think back to the time when I was like 16, 17, and I was running like a six-figure business. I was making hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then like two years after that, that's like when my mental health went in the gutter. And it's very, very, very common for people like that to experience things like burnout, you know, different issues. They experience, they get to some level of success and then they get depressed. And so for me, like, that's what I've learned is like, we all have that ability to pick up that blade and like be creative and do amazing things. But then the second part of the equation is like, okay, well, how do we then be able to use Use the blade and create things in life without it making us bleed out every time. And like the, the answer to that is like, you learn these different conscious habits and tools and different structures of behavior to schedule your time in a more meaningful and conscious way that basically act as if you are building like, like a handle onto the knife. And like, it's not instant. You do it day by day, week by week, by month by month, by year by year. And then you can, you know, go on stage and talk about your life story in front of a thousand people. Then you can write a book. Then you can do a podcast and have it be successful. Like that's how it works. You know, there's this great quote by, uh, 
I think it's Jay Shetty. And he says something like people are rewarded in public for what they do in private. And so I think I'm a big, big believer in that sort of philosophy. Right. It's like kind of goes back to what Kobe Bryant always said, like just kind of work hard in in silence and just let success be the noise. 100%. And one of the things when you were talking about podcasting in general, you spoke about you learned how to use LinkedIn. And one of your posts on LinkedIn, I think when you hit, I think 90,000 followers there, you had like things I've been doing since day one, like, you know, finding 15 people in an industry, messaging 10 people stuff. So going into the extreme like tactics, right? Um, When someone's starting out on LinkedIn, let's say there are creators who are like, all right, I really need to learn how to use this. And you talked about finding top 15 leaders in your industry. How would you go about that in a very tactical sense? So I would say number one is hire me. <laughs> number two would be to would be to buy my LinkedIn course, which I don't even promote anymore. I, I'm sorry. I'm just the reason why I'm answering it like this is because the reason why I'm answering it like this is because like unless you are willing to dedicate time and energy into this every day, or unless you have very small goals, you're just probably not going to be that successful. And so I just say that because not not you. I'm just talking about whoever's right, listening. Right. 100%. Because like the same way that if you took all that time and you applied it to Twitter or TikTok you would probably get successful in each one of those areas, right? right? And so I think in the end of the day, it just comes back to like your time, energy, and dedication at a daily level, which is very, very hard. And so I think one of the biggest things that I've learned in terms of, you know, I don't know, tactics or like LinkedIn habits is like, don't overthink it. And what I mean by that is like, there's people out there who, I'm not saying this, this is right or wrong. Everyone has a different way. There's people out there who like get a cameraman and hire a video editor and spend right. like hundreds, thousands of dollars. And they like create this piece of content and it gets like, you know, 300 views. Right. And a lot of the times it's like, if you just don't BS your message and you just don't like put fluff around it and you just like speak to the heart and you know who you're talking to and you know why you're speaking, then a lot of times like, yo, you could just pull out your phone and just like record a video, like literally while you're on a walk. And again, that may not work for everybody, but I think that's like one of the biggest things because I, you know, I've been on LinkedIn since seriously since 2017 i've had all kinds of ups and downs and this and that and this and that and honestly outside of like the normal social media tips what i would just say is i think the most impactful thing that linkedin has is that more of like the professional business world is there versus tiktok for example right and then i think the second part about it is linkedin's been around for a long time yeah and and so it's very established and so you know i'm very like personally for me like i'm always hesitant and like where should i invest my time right clubhouse all these different things and it's like who really knows if those are still going to be here 10 years from now i don't know if linkedin is still going to be here 10 years from now but i bet you they will and so that's one of like you have to make sure it's worth your investment, right? And what I said again is like, if depending on like your budget, depending on how successful you are on other social media platforms, like that's why I kind of jokingly said to hire me right. because like, like the realistic answer to this is like so contextual and it's so dependent, depending on like the person, depending on their industry, depending on what they want. That honestly, like unless you sit down with like an expert who is someone who's actually done it for themselves or for other people, then a lot of the, I feel like a lot of this advice is just general outside of like just what I 
said. And so right, yeah. I hope that can guide people towards the no. right direction. I'm sorry for a terrible answer. No, 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 that's good. That's good. It's all it's all gonna be in the show notes anyway. So I'll make sure I'll put those links in there. But yeah, that's one of the questions that I keep getting a lot. It's like, how do I do this on LinkedIn? How do I do that on LinkedIn? You're right. It's one of those platforms where you have to just invest the right kind of time. And once you do that, like just like any platform, I agree with you. Like if you put in the time and effort every day, it's going to grow. So totally on the same page there as well. And I, I loved how even when you were talking about your podcast and the results you got, I think what I loved the most is how you talked about the brain. And if you're sleeping well, if you're eating well, if you're meditating, even when days you don't want to, if you take care of that, everything else was kind of take care of itself. So I think that's an extremely important message that I want to emphasize again and again, because I do believe like most of the creators that I'm constantly like getting DMs from and all of that, it's like, oh, I'm burnt out, or I don't know how to yeah. do this every day, or I can't do this across five platforms. How do you do this? And I was just like, it's all about like, well, yeah, I, I make sure I meditate for 20 minutes, like, you know, and I make sure like I don't use my phone for an hour a day, like stuff like that. So it's just, it's those small things that are not social media tactics that are so, so yeah. important. So, so thank you for like bringing that up. And before we go into our final question, where can people find you online? Yeah, for sure. And it's so funny because like right now, personally, like I'm trying to move, like I've been in like this whole space of like marketing and all this stuff for like literally the last 11 years of my life. And now I'm trying to transition into like mental health, social anxiety, all these different things. And one of the courses that I'm going to create is like, how do you manage your mind as like a social media marketer? Oh, I love <laughs> because, that. Because I love like that. that is, that's going to blow up for sure. Yeah, because it's yeah. so like, right away, I was like, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know it exactly. It's like, it is very frustrating. In terms of where people can find me. So if people go to my website, M-A-R-K-M-E-T-R-Y.com, there's going to be an email box and if you put your email in there, I promise to God, I'm only going to send you informational, educational things, not only just, you know, sales and spam things, but that's the best place to get in touch with me. And if you respond to any of my emails, it'll automatically go to my inbox and I can respond directly from there. But yeah, just my website, firstandlastname.com, M-A-R-K-M-E-T-R-Y. Perfect. Awesome. And so final question for you, Mark, what is one piece of advice that you would give Mark in 2017 before you were starting? your podcast oh, and journey? Ah, uh, man. Oh, this is such a good question. What would I advice I give to Mark 2017 before starting my podcast? And then what I would say is don't underestimate how far you can get in a year if you really just focus every single day on what you need to do. But then also expect that what you will probably want to have happen is probably going to take longer than you think. And so I think it's both of those kind of balances and extremes because right. it's going to take many, 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 many years. But then also like there's also some, you know, if you're at the right time, right place, there's also like a lot of lucky, you know, serendipitous opportunities and moments that can happen to you that can change your entire life. And I truly believe like those opportunities come up more and more once we execute. I just feel like the more I've executed, the more those opportunities have come by. No, I, I absolutely love that. It kind of goes back to the Gary V micro uh, hustle. No and macro patients. Yeah. So I think that that philosophy as well. But I love that. Thank you so much, Mark, for being here today. Thank you so much for bringing your authentic self. Thank you so much for your time. This means like a lot to me. For everyone listening, I've been following Mark for about a year now. He's the best person on LinkedIn to get all like your <laughs> social advice, your be it depression, be it anxiety, be it tactics. Like I told you, like he had a post literally saying what he did every day on LinkedIn for a year to grow his followers. So go follow him, read his books, Screw Being Shy, watch him on 
YouTube. It's what I've been doing the past week. So yes, thank you again, Mark, for being here today. And for everyone listening, we'll see you next week. You got this, beautiful. Ooh. Oh, wow. I love that ending signature. Oh, oh, thank you. Thank you. Well, beautiful, it is my hope that this podcast has inspired you to create your own podcast. Remember, you don't have to quit your 95 to do it. And if you found value in this podcast, you're going to love my free training video on how you can get started today. DM me the word Ficey Chai on LinkedIn and I'll send it over to you. Until then, lots of love from your favorite. You got this, beautiful.